Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, a show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. Welcome back to Mission Driven with AC Cristales. I'm joined by Jose Barron. What's up, bro? Nothing much, man. Back again. This is it. The final one. This is it. Hey, we made it. We made it. And remember I said, you know, I wanted to finish this. I wanted to go all the way through. And here we are. Episode 10, season two, No Mercy, the finale of this great TV show, Cobra Kai, man. So we're going to finish off talking about this great, uh, just show in this great episode man i think it's one of the best episodes i i know it's one of the episodes that i'll rewatch again you know i just i'll rewatch it and in fact in the past weekend i think i've i've seen it like three times not just because we're <laughs> going to talk about it but it's just because it's so damn good man so no mercy man let me go ahead and just read the synopsis it's the first day of school at west valley high but tensions between the two dojos have not cooled with the end of summer the rivalry between daniel and johnny comes to a head so start us off man with one of your favorite scenes from no mercy first let me give credit to to the writers you know josh john and hayden man this episode there is a lot to take in and they were able to fit it in in what was it like 33 minutes yeah a lot of good stuff the episode from start to ending is just great man so just credit to them that was really good but uh sorry i got sidetracked no you're good let me go let me go ahead and start off it's uh, daniel and amanda you know, the very opening scene, um, it appears that they had a very good night. <laughs> They're in a good place. Uh, They're in a good place. In a good place. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Daniel wakes up and they go uh, or he notices that uh, or he goes to Sam's room and he notices that Sam, her bed is not as made and looks like nobody slipped in there. So um, right then and there, he kind of panics because he realizes that Sam didn't stay or didn't sleep over there the night before, which, Hey, you know, we'd be this worried just the same way. We noticed our kid. And, um, and then Anthony walks by and he asks him, Hey, have you seen your sister? And he's like, no, not since yesterday. You finally see Anthony at LaRusso after a while, man. I haven't seen him. And, um, <laughs> which is good. It's not, a, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, Amanda, you see Amanda and uh, Daniel both, calling sam and it just goes straight to voicemail um and they're calling robbie too and he can't he doesn't pick up and um <clears throat> so they start to get really worried you know and so they hear a sound on her computer it's like a notification and it's locked but amanda just figures out the password right away or she knew the and password see, more more she knew yeah, the pa- yeah. more likely yeah she knew the password um responsible parenting there yeah (laughs) for sure so she they see the messages from aisha sam are you okay and daniel and amanda are like why would she be okay and they see the next message saying you you were drunk you know and so uh daniel says you know oh she she was drinking so again they're just starting to get more worried more concerned by these messages and then of course she says the cops showed up i hope you ubered or something like that yeah well she says and so now they're they're kind of in a panic, you know, because, you know, obviously she was drinking at a party and the cops showed up, so they don't know where she's been. And so Daniel quickly thinks he uses the find my iPhone feature. And so I just what I like about the scene, because it's it kind of as a parent, man, it, it's like a, a parent's nightmare, man. Yeah. You, you wake up and your kid's not there. Yeah. So you, you got to stay calm. But at the same time, it's hard, man. Mm. <laughs> you know. 
So yeah, that's what I took from that scene. Two man. things though. Two things. Um, first one, they were calling the iPhone went straight to voicemail, but yet he uses find my iPhone. Last time I checked, if your if your phone is dead, you won't be able to track somebody. Doesn't really make uh-huh. sense unless unless their last location. But still, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've never used it. Have you used it? Find my iPhone. I have. You know, I want to see where my daughter's at. You know, if she's yeah. not, if she's not answering her phone, I want to see where she's at. But if it's dead, it's not going to locate it. I think. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I just as you were saying that, dude, and I was, you know, if I was listening to you, I was like, hold on, it went to voicemail, but yet they tracked her. Anyways, anyway, that's just me overthinking it, man. But the next one, the next one is, yeah. um, you notice how Daniel automatically doubted Robbie? He's like, oh, you know, Robbie, you know, he like already doubted Robbie. So why do you think that was, man? Like, seriously, he like, because she said, yeah, there's just two teenagers who have been together. And he's like, oh, I don't want to think that because I, I gave him a chance. So he's already oh, doubting, yeah. doubting Robbie. Why do you think that was the case, man? I think it's just because he's related to Johnny. So he probably just thinks like father, like son, probably. Okay. You know, that's just my thoughts. But I mean, yeah, I didn't notice that until you mentioned it. But yeah, he totally does. He, he does. So and he's we'll, like, we'll see it more throughout the episode. But yeah, right off the bat, he's like, but man, maybe, you know what? Check this out, dude. Maybe because, yeah, he has a teenage daughter and you're going to think that any, you know, 16 year old boy, boy, you know, is going to be that way towards your daughter. So maybe that's, you know, the, the father in him as well. Is doubting yeah. that, you know, hey, because hey, I was, I a, I was a 16-year-old boy, too. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> anyways, but then we go where uh, Robbie's at the apartment, man, and he's looking at stuff, and he's noticing that, you know, jo- Johnny has, you know, some of his you know drawings when he was a little kid. And so, real quick, man, with that, I have another question for you. What gave Robbie the confidence to go to Johnny's apartment? You kind of touched on this on the last episode that, you know, you want your kids to have that confidence. But I didn't ask you this question because I knew I was going to save it for this episode. But what gave Robbie the confidence to go to Johnny's apartment to seek him out? Because, again, throughout the first two seasons, throughout the first 19 episodes, Robbie doesn't want anything to do with Johnny. But yet now, you know, he takes Sam. He has enough confidence to take Sam to Johnny's apartment and why do you think that was the case I want to say it has to be with what his mom told him about don't let you know my relationship with your father poison your your relationship with him so maybe that was just the the insight or the the thought that needed to go into his head the maturity to realize my dad's not a he's trying yeah you know and you know I got to give him a chance okay if I want because I think at one point I think in season one um, Robbie did go seek out Johnny, but then that that was when uh, he saw Johnny giving Miguel the white oh, uh, the white key, yeah, and that's when the hate, the distance and hatred started uh, back up again. Yeah, because them. he and not only that, but Johnny also hugged Miguel. So you know, again, right. all the all the love, all the affection that he wants from his father, he's seeing that his father is giving it to somebody else. So that probably pissed him off. But now. I'm with you. You know, he he heard what his mom said. He listened and those words probably stayed with him. And he's like, okay, well, let me give this guy a shot. So that's good. So, yeah, then we see Daniel get to the apartment, man, and he shows up. He's pissed. You know, he's pissed. And I get it, man. That's his daughter. But I like what Johnny said. I don't need to do anything until you cool off, you know. Cool off, yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And then finally, dude, finally, after 
19 episodes, we see Daniel and Johnny fighting. You know, they start fighting, and I love the flashbacks, man, to their yes. to the 1984 All Valley fight. So that was pretty cool just to see how the how the director cut, you know, that scene between Daniel and Johnny fighting present time versus fighting in uh, 1984, man. So um, after that, you know, they're just they're throwing down, but before they can get into it even more deeper, you know, that's when the kids come out. Robbie and Sam, Robbie takes the blame. And again, again, Daniel's pissed at Robbie. And again, okay, why is that? Like, you know, again, there's it's, it's hard to look at it because as a father, yeah, you're going to be pissed. But then there's also the, well, at least, you know, he's taking care of my daughter where she's not out on the street. So there's there's right. two school of thoughts. And, you know, I guess it's, the first for the first thought, yeah, you're going to be pissed because what the hell? Why didn't you come to me? But then the second one was like, at least you're OK. I don't I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, thinking out loud with that. What do you what do you think? It's the you know, it kind of sounds like the gray area that Johnny talked about. in ah, episode eight. OK, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, I see it both ways in a way. Yeah. Daniel kind of overreacts because like again, he should trust Robbie because he's been training him for Yeah, the that's last that's my point right there. You've been with this cat yeah. for the past, you know, six to seven months training him and he's been in your house for the last couple of months and now he even said Oh, sorry, no, go ahead. Off, man. Go ahead. But he even said, Remember, I'm glad you're part of this family in one of the episodes that oh. we talked about. And now all of a sudden I mean, but again, as a parent you, we, we'd both be freaking out, man. Yeah, you and as a father to a daughter, as a father to a daughter, yeah. too. I mean, let's just be honest, man. Sometimes, you know, we're a little bit more protective of, our, of a girl's than we are boys. You know what I'm saying? As, right. as, a, fa- as a father of a daughter, you're going to, you know, yeah, dude, you're going to watch out more for your daughter than your son. Not to say that you love your son any less. It's just like you you see the woman as more vulnerable, right? You see you're more vulnerable, yeah. more more fragile. Again, and it's not a knock on, on women. It's just like you want to be more protective because that's the way you've been it's taught. It's in our nature. It's in our nature, yeah, protective. for sure, for sure. To be protective, man. So. But yeah, pretty cool scene. I love it, you know, again, yeah. because they finally squab. <laughs> they squab. <laughs> they finally fight. My bad, squab is like 1990s talk. Yeah, but they finally fight, man. So anything else with that? Um, well, no, we pretty much touched on it all. Just, you know, yeah, I like the choreographing with the flashbacks. You know, love that. You finally see them get into it. And I want to say the very first encounter, the very first moves that they make was similar to the tournament when when Daniel, I think, scores the first point. Yeah. I think it's similar. I didn't catch it all the way, but I love it. Again, only the writers would know how to do this, man. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Know? And, um, and just the other thing is kind of you see both sides, but, yeah, as you can't. As a parent, you can't keep, or Robbie should have known, you can't keep me from my child, yeah. you know, if I'm thinking like Daniel, yeah. you know, yeah. like, like I'm concerned, I haven't seen her, you know. Yeah, you no know, doubt, and that's why I get him, that's why I get him, you know, he's saying you need to cool off, I'm like, no, nah, at this point, bro, I just want to know my daughter's good, you know, so, yeah. I need to see, you. bro, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was a good scene, definitely. Right. So then it takes us to where pretty much the whole episode spends its time, you know, the first day of school at West Valley. I love that they're playing, you know, Cruel Summer, the original Cruel, Cruel Summer. Summer, you know, so uh, take us through mm-hmm. the first couple of uh, first couple of minutes of that scene. When they're back at the high school or yeah, the, yeah, first the first day? day of school. Yes, sir. OK, yeah, well, this is the, it starts off with Daniel and Sam, like, right. Like yeah. Daniel and Daniel drives Sam to to school and he parks right in front. And Sam's like, oh, did you have to park right in front? Daniel tells her, you know, if if you wanted to drive your own car, you shouldn't have made the mistakes you made. And um, it's a pretty good encounter because uh, 
Sam says, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, but that wasn't like she takes responsibility, but she's like, but that wasn't Robbie's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so right there, Sam is pointing out to Daniel, hey, I made, you know, I made the mistake, too. I'm accountable, mm-hmm. you know, but Daniel's like, hey, we, and I like what Daniel says. We all make mistakes, but you come to me or mom first. I like that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, again, he goes back to Robbie again. He's like, I thought I could help him. Already given up on him, man. That's you what know? I'm saying, dude. He gave up on him like quick, you know. <laughs> you know, but he, he, and then he's like, uh, you know, he says, I thought I could help him, but you know what? He has his family, and I have to worry about my family. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of agree with Daniel. Yeah, focus on your family yeah. priorities, which we've mentioned. Yeah. But yeah, you, you kind of pushed him to the side quickly without hesitation. It's not like Sam was like hurt or anything. Exactly. You know? But like you said, man, he did it because his dad is Johnny. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So Because he even told Sam, you come to me, not that guy. You know, he even said it like right. that. So you also, um, we also see that Tori's not responding to Miguel, you know, in the quick scene, Miguel's you know, text, Miguel's yeah. trying to text her and he, she's not responding. And so, yeah, man, everything's kind of, we're trying to see, okay, how's this first day of school going to go? And so then, you know, from Sam talking to, to Daniel, we see Robbie talking to Johnny, you know, and they're talking, hey, and, you know, Johnny's pretty, I love this part, man, because Johnny, he's doing his best, man, to, to be a good dad. You know, he says, here, I got your papers, pencils, a backpack. I don't know what else you'll need. And he mentions the Trapper Keeper. The Trapper Keepers. <laughs> Those still cool. You know, so fighter jet, you know, he had a fighter jet Trapper Keeper, which he said was awesome. But um, do you have a Trapper Keeper? You said you did, right? I did. I convinced my mom to buy me one. I told her it was on the school supply list. That's the only way, bro. Otherwise, she would have never bought it for me. Which kind did you have? <laughs> oh, I think it was just a regular one. It didn't have a design. Like, it was just um, like a colorful design or something like that. I can't even remember. I didn't it was have back anything, in like sixth bro. grade or yeah, something. I didn't, have any, I didn't have any of it, man, but it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, man, um, what else do we got? Uh, yeah, Miguel. Miguel calls him, right? Miguel calls uh, Johnny while um, Robbie, Robbie. And, while Robbie and Johnny are having that conversation, and we see, you know, how Robbie's feeling bad about Sam and the Larussos, and but we also see as Miguel calls Johnny, Johnny ignores it, man. You know, which is going to play is going to play a, a pivotal pivotal role in the you know upcoming scenes. But I love what Robbie tells his dad. Maybe you guys can learn a thing or two from each other because we saw when Larusso was talking to Sam how. You know, he didn't want to hear anything about Johnny. And now we're seeing when Robbie's having this conversation with Johnny that Johnny doesn't want to hear anything about Daniel. But he said, hey, man, come on. You know, you guys can learn a thing or two from each other because he says, I have learned from Mr. LaRusso. I have learned from Miyagi Do. It helped me when I was at one of my lowest points in my life. So that was good for Robbie, man. I like that, you know, that he said that. So. The thing is, they just have that hate towards each other, man. So that's what, you know, keeps them from really uniting because the hate is stronger than, you know, the love, you know, as cheesy as that sounds, man. But what else did you get from that conversation between Robbie and Johnny? I just got that, you know, for, the, you know, Johnny and Robbie, you see a relationship starting to build. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you saw it kind of um, in the last episode when he arrived, when he seeked out Johnny, but now they're actually conversating their bonding you know they're it's starting to build i guess that's yeah. that's what i took down from from that scene but yeah very good scene yeah robbie's you know being a little mature too and trying to get johnny hey you know you guys can learn something from each other exactly so, mm-hmm. all right so yeah, take us to the next take us to the next thing man the next thing is 
Robbie and Robbie at Sam's locker, mm-hmm. right? That's the next scene. And, um, so Sam is at her locker and then Robbie shows up and, uh, you know, Sam, Sam tells her, uh, she regrets not going to her house and being honest with her parents. Mm-hmm. Um, Robbie says, you know, Robbie pretty much agrees. And he they, he kind of calls like a truce in a way saying, okay, no more lying. Um, and then he confesses. Now this is something he confesses that Miguel gave him the medal of honor. Yeah. And, um, and that he put it in the, what was it in the backyard for Dimitri to find. Yeah. And, um, Sam asked, why, why would he do that? And of course, Robbie's typical jealousy. He's like, I didn't want him to earn points with you yeah. that because they had just kissed yeah. and you know, he, Robbie knew that that was stand up from a girl. Yeah. Robbie sure. knew. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knew he's not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, and he said something that's kind of weak, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to, make, I'm not trying to make fun of him. I mean, here, you know, yeah. We've all had our moments when we're vulnerable, yeah. but um, just the way he said it, I guess, you what know, I, I was insecure. I was I insecure. insecure. Yeah. <laughs> I felt insecure. Yeah. And, um, and then Sam, of course, you see Sam is about to self-disclose something. She hesitates mm-hmm. and then the bell rings. And of course she was going to tell him that she kissed Miguel, which that'll play into a scene here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. But do you, yeah, do you think yeah. she was going to tell him at that point? I thought she was. Really? I mean, it gave the impression. It gave the impression. And, yeah, but I think she just didn't want to hurt Robbie. That's kind of what I got. Like I th- she wanted to tell him, but she didn't want to hurt him. Yeah, and I think you know both of them were caught in the, you know, in the situation where they're both guilty over their lies, or over things that they haven't disclosed. Right. So she's feeling guilty because you know her and Miguel kissed. And he's feeling guilty because, you know, of what he did. You know, he made yeah. it seem that, you know, Dimitri found the Medal of Honor. So, again, they're they're in a position in a place where they're just guilty, man. And it's because of lies. And, hey, lies will do that to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? You live a lie so long, you know, it'll, it'll eventually catch up. So, next thing it jumps into, which I like, is where uh, Miguel and Hawk, right? They're in biology class. There's, there's some sort of lab class, right? Because you see like yeah. lab tables or whatever. And so he's like, dude, you kiss Sam? He's like, nice, you know? And nice. Miguel's disappointed by it, man. He's disappointed because he knows he shouldn't have done that. Um, but here's the thing, dude. I, I want to you know point this out. He knows he shouldn't have done that. He says he shouldn't have done that to Tori. But the thing is, his heart is still with Sam. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. He's, he's living a lie, living a lie in the sense that He's with Tori, but his heart is still with Sam. At least that's how I took it. But Hawk, again, we see Hawk just, you know, having a different mentality, man. He's like, well, why limit right. yourself to one chick? And he yeah. said he's planning on having a full rotation, full rotation. <laughs> by the time he gets to midterm. So that was pretty cool, man. And then it just takes us to Stingray wanting to be a security guard at the high school. <laughs> how how convenient, right? He wants to be a security guard at the high school. And he doesn't have any extra experience, but he did win the His black versus red spotty. challenge. <laughs> yeah, resume was spotty, but he did win the black versus red challenge, which is pretty big in the karate community. <laughs> that was funny, man. Uh, I do appreciate your passion, taking initiative and all, but this is highly unusual timing and your resume is a little spotty. I mean, do you have any actual security guard experience, Mr. Oh, Stingray. Just one word, Stingray. Hmm. I don't have any actual experience per se, but I just recently won the Black versus Red Challenge at Coyote Creek. No big deal, Mm. except for the karate community. It's a very big deal. 
My sensei has been very pleased with my progress, and I think in time you will see a yellow belt strapped around my midsection. I see. This is a very nice setup you have here, by the way. It's, uh, it's terrific. My question for you is, what is the teacher's lounge situation looking like? Real funny. Man, what does he say? My sensei has, has been pleased with my progress, and in time you'll see a yellow belt <laughs> around my midsection. That's like the, what, the second level? That's the isn't second. It? It doesn't go- <laughs> yeah, yellow belt's you know who, the second level. You, you know who he reminds me of, kind of? Who? Stingray? I, I, I'm just, yeah, Stingray. Who? Kind of gives me, he reminds me a lot of Frank the Tank from old school. Just okay. like that type of character. Just, I don't know. I just thought about it. <laughs> oh, really? Just kind of just out yeah. there or whatever? Yeah. Just saying crazy, like crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, yeah. And he just wanted to know about the teacher's lounge situation, man. So, yeah, dude. And then take us to how it all starts because this is this is where it all begins, man. After yeah, that. Yeah, this, after this, um, I, everybody's in pretty much in their classrooms and then the announcements come on and, um, there's a, there comes a point where you hear a struggle while the announcements and then it cuts to what's actually going on. And it's Tori. Yeah. You see Tori appear for the first time since the party and she takes the, what is it? The microphone, which bro, I don't know how that would even be possible in a real life. A lot, that, can we just, can we just say this, that a lot of stuff that's going to happen in the next 10, 15 minutes of this show. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. How did she get that? And how did not anybody just run into and tell her to stop it. Go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she takes the microphone and basically makes a public announcement to the entire school. Yeah. She says, Samantha, La- she calls out Sam. Yeah. She says, Samantha LaRusso, I know what you did and now you're going to pay. I'm coming for you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> How did the faculty SRO not quickly? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's my question that, to you because you're in the administration, yeah. you know field industry so i'm like how did but then again like you said you're right it's all it's fiction it's a story so yeah dude there was no teachers you know no sro no principal like what the hell man but again it has to work it has to work for this for this tv show man but yeah she says i'm coming for you bitch and everybody meets in the hallway but here's my question to you so what the hell happened with miguel miguel and hawk were in the same classroom and yet hawk (laughs) Is where the fight's gonna quickly. start. So where did Miguel go? Did he take the wrong way? Did he go use the restroom? Did he go talk to a guidance counselor? Like, what the hell, Miguel? Where were you at? You know? Yeah, that's definitely something to that that because I thought that too. I was like, yeah, Hawk shows up quick because they get to a standoff, <laughs> yeah. Tori and Sam, and and you see Hawk right away, and then you see Miguel and Robbie race out yeah. of their classrooms, but like. And also, Robbie arrived there quick. Yeah. Like, Robbie Robbie arrived but Miguel must have taken the long way, man. Hey, maybe he was, <laughs> no, was putting his steps in or something, man. I don't exactly. know. He's getting he his cardio in. He's getting his cardio in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. man. So then, you know, they're, they're facing off, and that's where uh, Robbie finds out that Sam kissed Miguel. You know, and so, yeah. you know, Robbie's face gets all sad and stuff, you know. But anyways, man, and they did start fighting, dude. They start fighting, man. So uh, it's kind of hard to really break things down. So why don't you do this, man? Why don't we do this, man? Why don't you tell me your favorite parts of that fight? Because it's a it's like a 10 to 12 minute scene, dude. And the way they right, just yeah. filmed it was great. And I think I heard a backstory from the from the you know from the directors and the creators of the show where it was just like they did it all like all in one shot, man. Obviously they they practice it 
um, before, but that whole scene was one shot and it was just the way they filmed it was great. The way they cut it was great. So yeah, why don't you tell me some of your favorite parts from, from that fight scene? Because basically it's a freaking brawl between Cobra Kai and Miyagi Do at the high school. And then I'll add things that, things that I, you know, liked as well. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a lot, (laughs) but the choreography was great. And again, more props to the writers, how they were able to shoot this in one day. Um, but some of the ones, it's hard to pick out because they were all good. But yeah. I mean, the Tori and Sam, when um, I guess when they make it to this to the stairs yeah. part, uh, that one I like that because I think at first Sam was kind of hesitant. Yeah, you know, like she was kind of holding back a little, yeah. just letting Tori. But then that's where she's like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta fight back." So yeah. I like that one. Uh, which one else? Uh, the Chris and Mitch was okay. I think, to be honest, I think uh, Mitch fought better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, but I mean, we know we saw what happened. Yeah. Uh, Chris ended up hitting him with the textbook. Um, Nate and Nate and Bert <laughs> just for the comedic value. That was value pretty right cool. Now, yeah, and for the, the security value. guard. The security guard gets both of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll add Hawking Dimitri just because. Okay, finally. Dimitri stands up to him, even though it was his fault. Hey, he pushed uh, Hawk. So what did he expect? Uh, and then, of course, uh, Robbie and Miguel. Yeah, that, that's let's let's save that know. one though. Let's save that one. We'll yeah, talk but, about yeah, that. Yeah, let's save that, that one. one. So that. some of the things that I like, uh, I'll hit when Hawk when Hawk <laughs> said it's on. It's it is yeah. on. You know when Hawk said that right before they started yeah. fighting. And then when he's like, yeah, he kind of looked like Latimer when he did that, bro. So uh, <laughs> I like that. I like the Stingray. You know, he's helping the Cobra Kai kids and he high fives Hawk. And, and then just uh, the kids taking the fight all over the school, man. So it's just kind of they start in that hallway and then they take it all to, you know, the like the, the foyer. Yeah, the foyer of the school. Yeah, the main center of the, where, the, where the stairs are at. So uh, also the Mr. Palmer. You know, Dimitri went and found a teacher and uh, Mr. Palmer says, screw this. They don't pay me enough because that other guy, mm-hmm. you know, flipped them, flipped the other teacher or whatever. Cobra Kai kid flipped right. that teacher. So uh, I like this line, though, real quick. I like when Miguel is fighting uh, Robbie and he's like, like that move. I learned it from your dad. From <laughs> that your was dad. pretty cool, yeah. man. So uh, what else? Uh, yeah. Then when, uh, you know, Sam is trying to get Tori to stop and Tori's like, this isn't a tournament. There are no rules. Right. So we see Tori right. just, you know, she's damn. She's very you know, just, she's ruthless, bro. You know, and she gets that bracelet right with the spikes. Like she's like Enemy ready, to, no mercy, yeah, ready yeah. just to tear up Sam, man. So uh, I will put, I will say this: Dimitri beating up Eli Hawk, whatever. Didn't buy it. Didn't really buy that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's kind of it. Yeah, you know, because I think that was that was that was a point where Hawk was looking for Dimitri, and he, you know that should have been where Hawk tears up Dimitri, but. You know, the writers flipped the script on us and had Dimitri beating up Eli, you know, so. Right. Uh, but yeah, then, then, uh, again, a lot of just great stuff. We're not doing justice by talking about it. You just got to see right, it, no. you know, because it's, you gotta again, see it for it's yourself, just chaos yeah. and, you know, they're brawling, they're fighting, you know, Cobra Kai, you know, Miyagi-Do. But the, the best part, I will say that Miguel Robbie was a, was a great fight, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, anything else you want to say before we break down what, what happens? Uh, with the fight, with the fight scene? Yeah, just or? with, yeah, just with, yeah, with Miguel and Robbie fighting, yeah. Before we get to the, to the main part. 
Oh, to the one after the fight, right? Okay. No, no. Before we get to uh, where where uh, Miguel, you know, basically remembers Johnny's words, man. Yes. Yeah. No. When it gets to the very end, like because it it you know it appears that Sam has you know she was able to stop uh, Tori. Like she knocked her down because they at this point the fight has escalated upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And even at one point, you saw Miguel try to stop Tori. She's like, Tori, enough. And she, like, kicks she him. kicks him, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. she kicks him. And then, um, so then, you know, she cuts Sam with that bracelet, man. Those are pretty deep cuts, man. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and um, she's got her, like, in a lock or something about to, like, really finish her off. And Sam's able to block it. And, um, you know, she's able to finish off Tori and knock her down. And then it cuts to Miguel and, and Robbie and they're going at it pretty good, man. Yeah. And um they're hitting they're going back and forth, but then you see Miguel finally I guess you could say neutralize Robbie and gets him in like some kind of arm bar. And uh right then, again, great writing. You know, the writers start flashing back to all the good all the things that Johnny taught him about mercy and honor, the difference. And um, it also shows the scene after after the date with Sam, who's the man, you know what I mean? And then um, it takes it to the scene at the burger place. You know, I'll always have Did it do that interest. then, though? Did it do that right then? That was during I, the, that was more was, during the Cruel Summer montage. Yeah, you're, you're going ahead. Oh, okay. You're going I'm ahead. Sorry, it, going it, ahead. Just, it just goes to the part where Johnny said, I want you to be better than I am. You have the potential to be better right. than I was. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is, and, to, um, you're going ahead to a dope ass scene. But yeah, let's, let's yes. stick there. Yeah. So he remembers so, Johnny's yeah. words, right? And, and then so he, he lets up. He says, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. See right there. Miguel did the stand up thing. He said, I'm sorry. And he let go and Robbie's anger and all the deep anger he's had just came out, bro. Mm-hmm. And he responds with a vengeance. He, he hits Miguel and he, um, ah, I don't, I don't, I'm not even doing it justice, yeah. man, but he, he, he basically kicks continues him, right? to attack. Yeah. He, yeah, he continues to hit him and then he gives him a, a heel kick or a spinning back kick and knocks Miguel over the, the, bear, the railing, yeah, man. The railing, yeah. Bro. I get chills every time I watch that scene, man. <laughs> the first time I watch that scene, because you see Miguel just going down, yeah. you know, and he's like swinging his arms yeah. and he hits, he, he pretty much lands on this railing from, on the like rail, two yeah. stories high, yeah. from two stories high, you know, and you just see him like lying on the ground, bloody and motionless. Yeah. And uh, I get chills every time I see that, man. I think the first time I saw that scene, it kind of numbed me for a few minutes because I, I was in shock. I was like, no way, yeah. you know, because you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. And we still kind of don't know, but yeah. we know it's not as bad. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Yeah, we know that Miguel doesn't die because of, you know, the trailer in season, you know, the trailer for season three already. But I'm with you, man. The first time I saw it, I was like, damn, like not Miguel. Miguel, Miguel's a show. Miguel's a heart and soul of the show, not Miguel, man. I kind of sound like uh, Richie Mountain's mom. Not my Richie, you know what I'm saying? Not my Richie, Not my Richie, man. And so, uh, dude, that was a great scene. Um, Real quick, though, did you ever watch Bad Boys with Sean Penn and Isai Morales? Yes, a a long Long time ago. But that's that's what it reminded me of, man. Remember when... uh, Remember when Sean Penn was going to kill Isai Morales and everybody was cheering for it, right? Everybody in the jail was cheering for it. And yet he he decided not to. This was kind of like the same thing because everybody we don't hear the sounds because Miguel 
the way they filmed the scene, Miguel's remembering Johnny's words, but we see the kids with their phones out and they're basically telling Miguel, you know, to break this dude's arm, right? And Miguel doesn't do it. So it's kind of like that bad boy scene, right? They wanted uh, Sean Penn to kill, you know, Isai Morales, Paco, right? It was Mick and Paco, and he doesn't kill him. So so, it's the same thing here, except in this Cobra Kai episode, uh, Miguel suffers the consequences of him, you know, essentially showing mercy to Robbie because Robbie does that. And uh, wow, man, that was... You know, exactly. That's that's the thing. We can't even do it justice on this podcast mm-hmm. because all we can say is like, wow, I never saw that coming. Nobody ever saw that coming. And it was just like, Johnny's damn, lesson. Yeah. damn, dude. Like Johnny's lesson came came back to hurt Miguel. Yeah, man. yeah. It, was, it came back to hurt him. But it was just great, great writing by the, by the oh, writers, yeah. man, because I didn't see that coming, dude. I was like, what yeah, the hell? I didn't hell? see it either, man. But uh, <laughs> it was, check it out, man. It was about a 10 to 12 minute fight sequence. And it ends with Miguel hurt bad. We don't know what's going to happen to him. Um, Tori, she's sad. Hawk is sad. I mean, it's just very solemn, dude. It's like, it's, again, damn. That's all we can say, man. So any, anything like else with that? We Obviously, we see Robbie run away. and uh, But yeah, then it takes us to um, to Daniel where he's looking in, in the room where, where Robbie was staying. And he finds the book, The History of the Okinawa. Yeah. Of Okinawa, which is which is crazy because maybe that's a little foreshadowing of what's coming in season three. And then Amanda right. runs in uh, and then Johnny hears Carmen screaming. So we know that, damn, whatever happened with the Miguel, it's pretty bad. So then it takes us to the hospital and we see where the doctor says that the next 24 hours are critical. And Johnny's just like, he's going to pull through. Right. You know, I mean, Zapka's is just killing it in this episode, man. Right. And we see Carmen pissed at Johnny. And Johnny's like, sorry. And she's like, sorry. You know, before Miguel met you, he was a sweet boy. But my thing is, he's still a sweet boy, dude. You know, he's still a yeah. sweet boy, man. Like, he just learned how to defend himself, man. But what else do you have with that? Yeah, no, it, what I, I'm starting to get the feeling, man, that, you know, Carmen is holding Johnny responsible, you know. And it's just like, damn, she she's acting out on her emotions because she's only focused on the now and not all the things that Johnny did for Miguel, you know, him being bullied and stuff. She's just playing on her emotions, which are totally understandable. You know, if our kid were lying in a hospital bed, you know, we'd probably be reactionary. We'd probably be upset. hysterical. So I don't, I don't blame her emotions at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I I just, the thing I got is that she's just angry and holds him responsible, man. Yeah. From that scene. For sure. And man, Johnny lost his, his best student, you know, Mm -hmm. and his girl. In the same day. In the same day. <laughs> you know, nice so, play there. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect getting into it. Anyways, uh, but yeah, dude, it's just it's just great. You know, we see, you know, Sam wanting Miguel to be okay. She's not even, you know, worried about what Tori did. She just wants Miguel. So man, everybody at that point just wanted Miguel to be okay, man. So I know we texted about this, bro, but it was um probably one of the best scenes. You talked about getting chills when you see Miguel going over the rail. I get chills looking at this scene, man, and that's when Johnny finally listened to the voicemail. Hey, Sensei, it's Miguel. I knocked on your door this morning, but I guess you already left. I'm having some girl trouble, and well, you're better at this sort of thing than me. I'll come by the dojo after school. My mom's working tonight, so maybe we can grab a burger at that place you like? All right, talk to you later. To the man, voice now, man. No, it's just 
dude love that scene you know miguel was just saying hey you know maybe we can talk you know i need some advice over about girls relationships and i, I like what miguel said he said you're pretty good at that come on and we, we how do we know johnny's pretty good but anyways <laughs> no nah, man that's just dude it just shows that bond that connection man and, and zap could just kill it man. Him, man yeah he looked he looks up to him he, he has that father figure and Zapka just does a great job acting. But let me ask you this question, man. As a father, why does that scene tug at your heart, man? That's a difficult one, man, because it's just, here's the thing. I mean, it, the thing I can respond with is Johnny looks at Miguel like a son, man. Yeah. That, that's because that's the only way I can compare it is if that were my son lying in there, dude, I'd be, you know, exactly the same way like Johnny, man. Yeah, just like that. So, yeah, Miguel's his son, you know, or he sees him as his son, man. He he holds him in his heart like his son. Yeah, so. and he's listening to that voicemail, man. And yeah, right, just thinking about voicemail. it, dude. Thinking about it, if you never had the opportunity to say, you know, bye to somebody, because again, we don't know what's going to happen to Miguel. Yeah, you know, at that point, we don't know what's going to happen to Miguel. And dude, it, it sucks not knowing of man am i going to have a chance to ever talk to this person again so it's the things that we don't say you know we don't have an opportunity to say i love you we don't have an opportunity to say you know you mean so much to me so i think that's to me man i was like damn dude that that would suck to be in that position you know to be in a position where are you ever going to have a chance to talk to your son right. again or or a loved one again man so powerful scene dude i love it man in fact, like i told you dude I, I texted you i was like bro this is just a badass scene dude so yeah <laughs> uh, it triggers your human emotion man it really does yeah. man. it really does man all right man so take us to the next the next big thing man so the next big one or just the next scene <laughs> the, next, the next yeah. big one the next big one is when johnny um arrives at the cobra kai dojo yeah <sighs> Okay, so he arrives at the Cobra Kai dojo. He's reaching for his keys to try to open it. He noticed the door is already open. Yeah. And so he's looking around, kind of confused. And so he walks in. When he walks in, he hears training going on in the very back room. Yeah. And um, Which I don't understand that. Why was Chris training in the back? I don't get that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. And, Sorry, just uh, had to throw that out there. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's a good point. That's true. So he goes, he goes to the back room and he's surprised to see Chris. Uh, John Kreese makes a return, training his students. And then Kreese being Kreese. Class, we have a visitor. Just like the connection to uh, uh, part one, yeah. you know, when Miyagi and Daniel show up. And then Johnny's like, what the hell are you doing here? And then he's like, what, what's it look like? I'm training my students, your students. And and then he Johnny tries to move. I think this is the part where Johnny tries to move forward to, to confront him. Yeah, this was wrong, bro. I, I didn't like this man. Yeah. His students kind of get in front of him and block him from getting to Crease. Yeah, exactly. And um, and Crease says, "You let them down when they needed you the most. Somebody needed to remind them what it takes to win." That's tight. I like that though. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, um, you see Hawk come in, and he's like, "The girl is in the hospital because." Of showing mercy to Robbie Keane, and if he dies, that's on you. Yeah. At this point, man, just when I get in it, I think it all the blame is starting to shift to Johnny. Yeah. And I'll get into it more after the scene, but okay. it okay. just it just goes that way. Yeah. Um. 
And so, uh, and then, then I, oh, something I forgot to mention when the students walked in to block and Johnny's like, after everything I did for you guys, how quickly they forget, you know, exactly. I guess that's probably, I guess that's what probably piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> especially Hawk, man. especially Hawk, man. I mean, the exactly. reason, there the wouldn't reason be a Hawk, there without, would be a Hawk without Johnny. Yeah. After everything I did for you, Miguel's in the hospital because of you. He showed mercy to Robbie Keane because of you. If he dies, that's on you. I did warn you about this. I told you not to show weakness. Get out. This is my dojo. Oh, I forgot to tell you. When you were out of town, I had a little talk with the landlord. Turns out he doesn't like you much. But you know the problem with those handshake deals. There are no guarantees. You can't do this. Of course I can. I founded Cobra Kai. It belongs to me. It always has. And it always will. Never let my students lose. Even if they have to learn the hard way. Oh, I forgot to tell you. This is my dojo. Uh, this is my dojo. And um, and while you were out of town, I had a talk with the landlord. Turns out he doesn't like you very much. <laughs> yeah. But you know the problem with those handshake deals. There are no guarantees. That was tight. That was yeah. tight. Yeah. And then Johnny's like, you can't do this. Of course I can. Arrogance right here, bro. I founded Cobra Kai. It belongs to me. It always has. And it always will. I will never let my students learn. Lose. Even if they have to lose, lose. Even if they, ha- even if they have to learn the hard way. Yeah. One, and then ah, one day you'll thank me for this, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's still, I mean... Makes me hate him already, dude. But hey, he. But you know what, man? Yeah, he killed it in that scene. But you know what? Um, I love that. Love, love that. Just uh, (laughs) what Akris says. But in a way, in his crazy psycho way, Akris is still looking out for Johnny, man. You know, he says, "I don't want you to lose." You know, he's basically, "I don't want you to lose." But even if you have to learn the hard way, I mean, it's kind of like because he said, yeah, one day you'll thank me for this, Johnny. So it's kind of like, look, Johnny, I'm going to put you through this hell. All right. I'm going to put you through this hell. But it's so you can come back to the way of the fist so you can come back and learn, you know, that you shouldn't show weakness because he says, I told you what would happen. You know, you let them down when you needed the most. You know, he he, he said, I warned you. Right. Chris said, I warned you, Johnny. And so in a way and again, I, I say this in a crazy way. You know, Chris is still looking out for Johnny, even if it means like doing him dirty because he basically did him dirty. And Johnny's like, screw this. You know, this was a mistake. You want Cobra Kai? It's yours. It's yours. You know, and so uh, and then class forward strike and they start practicing again or whatever. But I love this last shot, dude. I love the camera shot as Crease's look as uh, the, the, the camera shot is Crease looking at Johnny as he walks away. So that was a pretty cool shot. Because we see Johnny leaving the dojo, but it's Crease still looking at him. So uh, yeah. that was that was a good scene, man. Hey, did I you did. notice this? I got a couple questions with this. Did you notice number one, Aisha wasn't there? 
Yes, I did notice that. Okay. So she wasn't there. there. So she's, you know, to me, it's just like, all right, she's too smart to be down with Kree. So, and then the next question, like, where the hell, and I know we talked about this, where the hell did Kreese get the money? All right? So how's this his yeah. dojo now? Exactly. Here's the thing. The only thing I can think of is Johnny being Johnny, not being able to keep up with money. There's probably not even a lease, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there was probably no written proof yeah. lease or anything. He just on agreement on yeah. the handshake deal. Yeah. And so the landlord, you know, with no deal in place, no signed contract or lease in place, he could do whatever he wants. Yeah. True. You know what true I mean? That. But yeah. But then again, where did Chris get the money? That's something that we like, you know, he was in this episode or in this season, he was like homeless exactly. living in a shelter. Yeah. And we know what we know about Armand is all he cares about that dough. Yeah. So he, so it just leads us, to many avenues, but I'm thinking we may see Terry Silver or Terry Silver have some kind of involvement because he was rich yeah. in Karate Kid Three. Yeah. So there has, I don't know. There, has, there better there better be an exp- explanation, man, for how the hell Crease was able to take Cobra Kai, take right, over Cobra yeah. Kai. But uh, then, man, probably um, screwed. I'm going to say this, man, because as I was watching it yesterday again, I told you I watched it like three <laughs> times this this weekend probably the the best the best scene of the two seasons for me the the cruel summer remix oh, the yeah. final that's to me I, I i just where i'm at man to me it's probably like i could rewatch this scene you know from season one and season two this is my favorite scene the cruel summer finale so that's uh start us off with it man and then i'll add what i got this is where Johnny's uh, at the beach. He's drinking away the pain. He had just left the Cobra Kai dojo, man. He's and just to touch a little bit, um, yeah, like he's got it's it seems like he's got the responsibility of everything that happened on his shoulders, bro. Yeah, that's a lot. That's kind of, that's a lot for someone to take in, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, he's remembering all the great moments with Miguel, and this is where I got ahead. Yeah, you know, um, he just feels heartbroken, feels responsible. Um, he's all the good scenes with Miguel giving him the white key. Um, uh, the, after the date with Sam, who's the man, tell me you're the man. Uh, yeah. Tell me you're the man. And, um, that the burger place when he's telling him, I'll always have your best interest. Yeah. Um, the scene where him and Carmen, where he's telling Carmen that he'll, he's going to look out for him. I won't let him go astray. Like yeah. That's good. I won't let him go astray. And, um, and so, yeah, he's just, he's drinking his sorrows, man. He's there by himself on the beach and he just finally says, screw it. He gets up and he like, he sees the Cobra Kai on the, on his car and he just throws his bottle. Yeah. He gets a notification on his phone, which I'm going to let you explain that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't look, he just throws his phone. Yeah. You know, he just throws his phone, leaves the keys in the car and just walks away. And one of the things I took is Johnny's back to square one, bro. He is number one. He doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. He pretty much down on his luck. Yeah. There's no Miguel because we don't know at this point if yeah. he'll even survive. So he's just back to the very beginning. Yeah. You know, he's got nothing. Yeah. You know, and uh, one of the best episodes by far. Yeah. And I have a question for you. Well, well you know what? I'll save this question. I'm going to let you finish off. Okay. All right. For sure. The last, the last piece because sure. it's it's good. It's yeah, good. It's great, man. It's great. Just like I said, just uh, again, man. 
best scene of the show for me, you know, best mm-hmm. last, you know, three, four minutes of the show. I uh, love the music, love how they remake Cruel Summer. Uh, love Johnny at the beach at night. Just a great shot. And uh, yeah, dude. So Johnny just, um, again, you know, everything you said is perfect. He, you hit it spot on, man. He's taking the whole weight. The whole blame is, is he's taking it, man. And, um, but also like Daniel, you know, he showed his pain, you know, so he's also taking yeah. some, some, you know, blame for it, you know, and he, you know, looks at Miyagi's picture, you know, starts getting, you know, um, starts getting like, he's going to cry, man, you know, and, uh, he, and he says, I wanted to do something great. And so again, we just see both, both men, you know, that wanted to do something noble, wanted to do something great. And they're just like, damn, it didn't, didn't work out the way they wanted it. But uh, I love this this cliffhanger, right? Not only Miguel is a cliffhanger which, with what's going to happen to him, but for fans of the original Karate Kid, this is probably a bigger cliffhanger, is that Facebook request, and it ends, man. That's just a badass shot. <laughs> it ends. So <laughs> the last shot is the camera panning down on that on Johnny's phone that he threw and, and it, you know left it in the sand, and we see the Facebook friend request from... Allie Mills Schwarber. And I was like, yo, I remember watching that, dude. I was like, this is badass. And I just kept rewinding it, dude. I kept rewinding it and rewinding it. I, I will never forget that, man. So that's why I say this is probably the best scene of this whole show. These, like I said, last three, four minutes, because it's just, that's one of the things where I can just keep rewatching and rewatching. I can go on YouTube right now and just rewatch that scene <laughs> because it's so, it's so badass, man. But yeah, that's how season two finish miguel we don't know what's gonna happen ali is she gonna come back and so man great show great season what question do you have for me my question to you was is this cliffhanger better than the one in season one to you yes remember at the end of yes okay i just wanted to yeah you know why they're both good they're both good but you know why you know why because uh we saw crease you know, we saw Crease at the end of season one. So like, all right, he's going to be in season two. He's got to be. We don't know why right. the hell he's back, but he's got to be. And this one, dude, and we still don't know. Is we Allie going to come yeah. back? And if she does come back, what role is she going to play? You see what I'm saying? But we'll save that for, for later because, by the way, we're going to have a season three prediction theory episode so just want to let you guys know about that but we'll save her for that man but yeah let's just do this man um like we've been doing it top five from this episode man okay top five i'm gonna start from like i guess least to bad greatest i don't know i'm gonna start with sam just because she took on tori man and to be honest i think she won man yeah even though she got cut she you know she didn't back down from her yeah tori was the more aggressive fighter and you know Sam took it. Um, Daniel, just you know, his part and his role in in, uh, in this. And you know what? He played clueless a little bit. We didn't really talk about it, but he played clueless when Sam was in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And and he's like, instead of taking responsibility, yeah. <laughs> you know, for what he did, uh, I'm gonna put increase. Okay. Because he killed it in that scene. Yeah, he did. You know, he he just he he uh, as much as I hate him, <laughs> yeah. his character, his yeah. character, not the art, not the actor Martin Go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Miguel, man, just the bonding. He number one, he Johnny's lesson, he followed it, and just the voicemail that he left Johnny. You know, just their connection, their bond. They make the show. Yeah. And then of course, and of course, MJ, like you said, Johnny, man, it's great. He he. he 
this performance, in my opinion, is just Oscar worthy, bro. Yeah. In this episode, man, he's he's a he's a great actor. He's the star of the show, man. Oh, yeah. So yeah. killed it. Awesome. So those those five. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll I'll take Sam. I'll, I'll probably throw in there. You know, screw it, man. This is our show. We can do whatever the hell we want with it. We'll throw a six man in there. Six man. Got to give it up for Robbie, you know, because again, he kind of laid the, he laid the seed, you know, for Johnny to, and Daniel to maybe, maybe work together in the next season right. because he's like, Hey, you two can learn a lot from each other. So, uh, yeah, go with your five and then I'll add the six man Robbie, man. So, um, dude, we are, I mean, let's do the line. What's, what's your favorite line or dialogue from this, from this episode? Uh, the one I wrote down, and because it was just so much, man. It, it was, it was. <laughs> uh, I'll just say, and this is just from a parental aspect uh, perspective, I should say. It's what Daniel um, said. You know, we all make mistakes, but you come to me or mom. Yeah. So I took okay. down that one. Okay. I'm going to go with Crease, man. <laughs> you can't do that. Of course I can. I found it, Kobe Kai. <laughs> it belongs to me. Always have <laughs> and it always will. That's a badass, dude. <laughs> Favorite scene, man. Like I said, I've already talked about it. That co- that last fiend scene is the best. Although there's a lot of great scenes in this episode. There is the voicemail yeah. scene is great, but the fight scene is freaking badass. But to me, like I said, cruel summer scene, cruel summer remix scene, best scene for me out of the whole show. So, what about you? Yeah, no, I agree. I couldn't go. I mean, yeah, just watching Johnny, man. Again, he killed. He's killing it. The beach scene, the way it was shot with the song, and then the flashbacks going in. And then Allie at the end, bro. And then then Allie at the end, yes. (laughs) All right, bro. So we finished it, man. We finished talking about both seasons of Cobra Kai. We're so excited. In fact, we're going to be breaking down all 10 episodes of season three in the new year in 2021, man. So that's going to be exciting. It's going to be on its own show, Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast. So we're transitioning from Mission Driven. Mission Driven still going to be there, but we're going to we're going to have a Cobra Kai Never Dies exclusive podcast just for the show. So looking forward to doing that with you, bro, in 2021. Thank you, man, for joining me on this journey, dude. Likewise, man. Thank you for the opportunity, man. I really appreciate you, you know, giving me the, this platform to discuss this great show. That's it's safe to say it's on our Mount Rushmore yeah. of shows, man. No doubt. You know, so and yeah, just looking forward to season three, seeing what uh, how how the writers can surprise us now. Exactly. You know, you definitely know <laughs> they're gonna bring they're gonna bring it, man. Yeah, January first, <laughs> brother. So yeah, man, that's it for uh, No Mercy. That's it for Cobra Kai season two and. We're looking forward to season three, January 1st on Netflix.